we'll get started, man. How are how's life in quarantine? How are you and uh, the family? You know, holding up. Yet holding on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, nah, we're doing we're not doing too bad. Yeah, there's not uh I'm in I'm in Canada and we have sort of the same sort of thing. We're all in lockdown, not allowed yeah. to, uh, to leave the house or anything. So Yeah, uh, our governor just ordered a, a safer at home till the end of May pretty much now. Huh. Yeah, we're uh yeah, we're, we're same boat, not allowed leaving the house. You can get fined for, for being in public parks. Oh, you can fine? You get oh, fine. Wow. Yeah, it's a thousand Canadian, which I think is like six hundred US. So Oh wow. Yeah. Quite a bit. You can't even go for like bike rides and stuff. It's terrible. What? Like you run outside and nothing like that? You can go for runs. It's just you're not allowed being close to people. So if you're running within like a group or you're running close to people, you can get fined. If you're going through a public park, like a playground, you get fined. Man, like or so driving you you can't really drive or what yep you're allowed to drive but they say you're only allowed to drive if you're going to uh like superstore or like uh, any sort of grocery store um you can't have more than one person per household in the store it's uh crazy <laughs> yeah crazy times man yeah it's crazy uh how uh how's training going i saw some videos of you uh you hitting the bag yeah uh, pretty much just running hitting the bag um doing what i can i uh downloaded a a workout app on my phone, you know, I mix that in with uh shadow boxing and stuff I could do on my own. Um trying to teach my wife how to hold pads. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I you don't what I uh, can do, man. Yeah. Yeah, I do some jujitsu and uh same sort of thing. Kind of missing that. You can't really roll with your pillow. Yeah. It doesn't doesn't have the same effect. They don't fight back. Exactly, man. It's hard to do. Yeah, I haven't even really tried to do any um jujitsu or uh i've done like shadow shadow wrestling and stuff but it's hard to do man yeah um so first things first man i uh i've been a fan for a while i thought you deserved a shot in a big organization for quite some time so thanks for taking the time to uh to talk and congrats on uh signing with bellator i feel like it's long overdue thanks man i appreciate that really appreciate it um, so you had your big win there uh, back in Hawaii. What was it like in uh, Hawaii? Man, oh. it was so freaking great. So awesome. It was like paradise out there, you know, especially coming from the Midwest of uh, uh, the U.S. is like kind of cold and dreary during um, December. So that was like it was super refreshing, you know, to go out on the beach and, um, you know, uh, be out in shorts and stuff. It was it was awesome. Just I to, had a. Yeah. I, I had Ty Werder on, who I think fought the night before you did. Uh, he's yeah. from Hawaii, and uh, he was trying to tell me, he's like, you got to come out, man. It's amazing. Um, it's on my bucket list, so yeah, super man, jealous def- that you got to go. Exactly, man. That's, that was the same way with me. Like I, was, like, I couldn't have asked for a better uh, place to be as far as, like, the environment. It was so laid back, you know, every, everything was, you know, it was so cool. What was the, uh, the fan, what were the fans like? The fans were like super not man. The Hawaiians always intrigued me. I fought um, a couple of Hawaiians so far. Um, I want to say I fought, but yeah, two or it's only been two. Um, but I fought um, actually the guy that I was fighting. I fought his teammate Arnold Bardon, who is uh, Rachel Ostevich's um, ex um, ex husband. Oh. And um, you know they were. It was like my birthday uh, before the fight, and. Um, we were fighting for a title, 
So, you know, the stakes were kind of high. And um, right before the fight, or no, uh, like before the weigh-ins and stuff, like her, his whole team came up to me and was like, hey, Mahalo, brother, um, you know, good luck um, and happy birthday. I hope you have a great birthday, you know? So, like, but then when he came to fight, you know, um, it's kill, kill, kill with the Hawaiians. And it's it's all, it's like a natural transition for them. So, you know, their um, their culture is, is you know, I love it. It's, it's awesome. And so... Like, I fought, uh, like, before I fought, you know, going around to some shops and stuff, you know, telling them I was fighting, um, I was fighting there, and I was fighting kind of a hometown um, guy, you know, everybody was kind of, like, okay with it, there was no, like, hostility, um, it was more like, um, yeah, we want our boy to win, but, um, you know, uh, we we appreciate the Warriors, and, um, and even afterwards, like, afterwards, I met some people that uh, told me, like, he was his, they were his, they were his cousins, and I, I don't know how many of them were, like, Hawaii cousins, because everybody says that's my cousin type of thing, or, uh, like, actual cousins. But, um, you know, I met – it was the, the funniest one was I met a little kid. He was, like, waist high, and he looked at me, and he was like, hey, hey, you fought my cousin. That was a good fight. You beat him. You beat him. That was a good fight. And, I was, and he looked at me so stoic and so, like, he knew what he was talking about. And I was like, hey, man, I appreciate that. I, he felt like an older person, like a uh, like an older gentleman, telling me, "Hey, good job, young man. That was that was an awesome job." So, yeah, it was it was great. Yeah, the uh, the you know you think about Hawaiian fighters, guys like Brad Tavares, Yancy Medeiros, Max Holloway, and uh, that fighting mentality has always been instilled in them. Um, yeah. And they uh, they fight they fight to fight, which is why I, I've always liked uh, watching Hawaiian fighters. Exactly. Me too. And that's my same, you know, attitude toward, I can't help but to love, you know, uh, the Hawaiian fighters, the Hawaiian athletes, you know, they, they come to go, man. It's, and it's awesome. Um, so yeah, how did, uh, so you, you started off, you were an NCAA wrestler, mm-hmm. uh, throughout college. Um, and I found like the only, not necessarily hole in your game, but the one area that was lacking, I guess, was your stand up. How did you find yeah. switching to, uh, training with Duke Rufus and, and, and the guys like Showtime Pettis, Sergio Pettis, those guys who have great stand-up. How did you find that, that uh, transition, I, and how has it improved your overall game? I feel like that was, um, that was what I needed um, to be with those guys and get, feel those guys and get beat up by those guys and have successes, have failures, and figure out things with uh, the top-level um, strikers and, um, you know, learn the systems of Duke Rufus, you know, um, I think that's been detrimental to my game. You know, I wouldn't be where I'm at without that. Um, you know, I wouldn't even be close to where I'm at without that. I think I really needed that, uh, to, to be able to be comfortable on my feet. Um, and, um, the transition was, was, um, you know, it was, it was, it wasn't, it wasn't tougher than it should have been, if that makes sense. Um, because when I started, I started as just a wrestler, but I also started under Jens Pover at a um, – so I've been, like, really blessed with the coaches that I've been able to start um, uh, fighting with because I started with Jens Pover when I was an amateur, like, before fighting. Um, and then I, after I, uh, Jens', Jens uh, gym in um, uh, Kearney, Nebraska uh, shut down, we, me and Jens went, went out to um, uh, Iowa, Davenport, Iowa, where I was able to learn under um, Pat Militage and uh, learn under some of those guys, Spencer Fisher, and, um, you know, uh, some of those guys out there, um, Iowa, and then Pat Militage, when actually we were looking to, um, to uh, uh, trade gyms 
uh, or just kind of we felt like we were outgrowing um, the gym because uh, a lot of the coaches were kind of traveling, doing their own thing, commentating, um, doing Wimp to Warrior. So I was looking for somewhere else to train. And um, and Pat Millich's and Jets um, suggested uh, the Rufus Sport Camp. So I went out I there think- one time. I went out there one time and then, you know, I, 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 I did a grappling. Um, it was a, a grappling day. And, I, and it was with the amateur team or whatever. And so I was like, I, I was kind of having my way, you know, and that, I was looking for somewhere that was going to push me or whatever. So I was like having my way. And it was it was kind of like the same same deal. But it was also just grappling. Um, but then my the professor, uh, my professor, Daniel Wanderlei, uh, he was like, hey, how about me and you go? We go around or whatever. And he like tapped me like three, four times in a uh like a three minute uh, go. And I was like, man, I've never fucking experienced that. Like, I got to be back here. If not, just to like to, to get this guy, man, because he's he was awesome. So I was hooked after that. Yeah, it's it's funny because when, when I first went to jujitsu, I rolled with uh, a black belt and he was just taking it like I'm a white belt. So like it was a joke. Uh, yeah. But he would go easy on me. So I was like, oh, this isn't so bad. Like, whatever. <laughs> Um, uh, and then they gave me a blue belt. So I was like, I was expecting to be able to hold my own. The blue belt yeah. didn't care. And he just <laughs> got the tapped. The blue belt, yeah, it's got less respect for you. Yeah, really. <laughs> that was terrible. Um, so it was, it was awful. Uh, I quit and, and uh, <laughs> I quit. I was like, I'm done with this sport altogether. And then uh, I went back a year later and, uh, I'm glad I did. Cause it's a lot of fun. And I find, uh, I like rolling with guys better than me because I find, uh, you learn more and you're less likely to get injured because they're not spazzy. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And that's, that's how I feel. You know, I was able to uh, progress so fast, you know, um, just cause the Rufus sport camp is not like a lot of camps. It doesn't have like a ton of people, but everybody in there is, is specialized individual. They, everybody, you know, uh, Duke Rufus is um, <clears throat> the way he, he runs his gym. Uh, he grooms everybody to be elite fighters. And if, if you're if you don't want to be an elite fighter, if you're not trying to be an elite fighter, this is not the place for you. So, yeah, it's uh, it's a place full of talent. Uh, you've got guys like obviously the Pettis brothers, uh, yep. the Barbers, Allah Muhammad's there. Uh, it's a uh, it's a room full of elite yeah. warriors. Um, exactly. Yeah, so you have I'll no choice but there. to come and uh, and compete at a hundred percent every time you walk in there. Yeah, for sure. Um, so you've you're you put together five wins in a row now. You're thirteen and one. Um, yep. Your only loss. Uh, I know we don't want, and it's probably uh, not fun to talk about. Uh, oh no, I love talking about it, man, because it it's definitely defined. It defines me, you know, and it, it it helped me become the person I am today. So I don't I don't mind talking about uh, that loss because it was a it's tremendous learning experience. You know, it probably could have. I wish it would have happened on a smaller stage, but you know that's the way the game goes. Yeah, there was, yeah. Well, there was a lot of stakes, right? Uh, Dana White was there and everything. Yeah. And, uh, it uh, definitely wasn't uh, the performance that uh, I was it, looking for at all. Yeah. <laughs> Is it? Uh, but that was that's the thing too about that about that performance. Um, just like uh, so like along my career, I was always like, I'm ready for the next step. I'm or I'm ready uh for the next step in my career. But like going through each of my fights, if I didn't have the experience, I wouldn't, I wouldn't know it was possible, you know. So, so now going forward, like uh, going into that fight, uh, you 
you couldn't tell me. I mean, you could have probably told me, uh, yeah, you, there's a chance you could get knocked out or whatever. It was in the back of my head just because I had had so many successes in a row that I had almost forgot about it, you know. And um, it was a good reminder for me. And, you know, I just I just went in there um, almost feeling, you know, I prepare hard or whatever. And I felt like the fight was going to be. I just had to go through the motions, you know, and I got to be there mentally every step of the way. And that was that was what I learned in that uh, that uh, fight. Is it is it a little bittersweet? Because obviously he's since then he's ranked in the top 15 now. It's It's got to be a little bittersweet to see like him have so much success in the UFC. He's won three straight fights. Yeah. And I, I personally think that uh, you are the better fighter. I do. Uh, I, think, I, I, do I, think, I think I think for it is or go ahead. I'm sorry. I think for a long time, I, I thought you were the best fighter that wasn't in a major organization. Um, Thank you, man. I appreciate it. So, so yeah, it, yeah it's, it's, bitter, it's bitter for me. I want him to be successful. I want him to be super successful, um, you know, because he beat me. Um, he took advantage of something that I wasn't, um, I, I wasn't aware of or I wasn't paying attention to. So um, you know, I want him to be successful. Um, he seems like everybody I fight, I mean, I don't want, I don't wish uh, harm on them. I'm never, unless they like, you know, down talk me or my family or do something yeah. to me personally, you know, we fighting this all in the business. Um, but, you know, it's bitter because I do feel like I am the better fighter. And I feel like nine times out of 10 or uh, given another opportunity, there's no way that's going to happen. There's no way he's going to, um, you know, uh, dominate me in any other aspects of the sport. But, you know, it is what it is, and that's why that's why we play this game. Um, if if everybody that was supposed to win would win, you know, it wouldn't be as exciting as it is. But, um, yeah, yeah um, to see him uh, in the top 15, um, well, I say it's bittersweet because I know, hey, I should beat him. If I'm at my best, he's at his best. I should beat him. So I'm, I'm among that elite. In a regard, because I didn't beat him, but um, I'm, I, I can compete with the um, the top in the division. I can be um, a great fighter. Um, so you know, it's bittersweet, but or it's 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 bitter in the point that I mean, I didn't beat him. I didn't get to uh, I didn't get to prove um, that I'm better than him uh, when we we actually got to fight. So you know, it's it's that's something that's probably gonna be something. Uh, like uh annoying to me uh for a long time you know i gotta i gotta move forward um i had to address it and i had i gotta move forward uh and just keep continuing to what's the name i've got to uh face one other person that beat me so i'm hoping i'm crossing my fingers that somewhere down the line i'll meet him again you know maybe a, a cross promotion uh deal or maybe on this fight island they uh do some <laughs> different things but yeah. yeah, you lost um, to uh, Demetrius Wilson as an amateur and beat him as a pro. So, you, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. That's the only other guy that I lost to. So, hopefully, the same. I can I can do the same again. Yeah. Well, you think about it, guys. George St. Pierre has losses, right? Daniel Cormier has lost, yeah. and they still went exactly. down as some of the best ever, if not the best ever. So, exactly. uh, yeah. Um, what's What's next for you? Obviously, your fight. You were supposed to fight in May. Uh, yeah, I was supposed to fight May 9th. And that uh, it's not happening. Uh, Bellator got pushed. What uh, what's next? Do you have any idea, or do you have any uh, goals? I guess when a so I'm hoping I'm I'm and that's why I'm trying to stay in shape and doing doing as much as I um can do um I'm allowed to do um because I want to get back in there as soon as um as soon as things open back up you know um but I want to be I want to be smart about it and I'm 
I appreciate the Bellator um, uh, higher ups uh, for being smart about the situation, but I'm also a fighter and um, I would like to uh, get in there and fight. You know, I'm tired of sitting here twiddling my thumbs uh, playing Fortnite. <laughs> it gets old after a week. So, uh, yeah, I would like to get in there and fight again. Um, hopefully with that same matchup or if I have a new matchup, uh, it's all the same. Um, but yeah, as soon as, and I don't know how it's going to work. I don't know if they're going to keep, um, like same fight cards that were going on and, uh, p- just, uh, pretend they were po- postponed to a later date or they're going to make whole new fight cards and, uh, try to add those old fighters to the, I, I have no idea how it's going to work, but, but I'm, I'm sure time will tell. And, um, I'll, I'll, the, the only thing I can control is, uh, being ready. So I'm going to try to be as ready as I can when, when the, the, world opens back up I guess. <laughs> yeah uh, what uh you you've mainly fought i'm pretty sure your entire career was fought in the u.s are you open to competing abroad or yeah i'm, I'm very open to um competing abroad yeah i haven't fought i've never fought uh overseas um yet um i competed uh wrestling i wrestled overseas in uh turkey and bulgaria but um yeah i've never i've never uh uh fought overseas that'd be awesome yeah i'd love to fight overseas somewhere so if you got a call and James yeah, my, Gallagher, um, my is... original contract uh, for Bellator was uh, supposed to be in um, Japan. Uh, I think it was it was either I think it might have been December 29th or something, like a New Year's show, or it was the on the Rising, the Rising versus oh the crossover one, yeah, yeah the crossover one, yeah, yeah, but that um, that fell through or. Yeah, it didn't go through or whatever, and then they gave me the Hawaii one, Hawaii card, and I was like, okay, yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm not mad. I'm not mad about it at all. Um, yeah. So, do you have a if the, you got a call and said, hey, like you're going to going to Dublin, James Gallagher? Hey, or... I I call I you know, and I feel like you know these are probably long shots for me now as far as as far as me in the in the uh, Bellator organization. Um, I should probably fight my way through the ranks. Um, but uh, before I was in, I uh, I called out the Gallagher guy. I called out the uh, Patchy Mix guy just because I felt like they'd be they'd be good fights. The Gallagher guy, actually, he's getting better. Um, I, I believe he's getting better. Um, he's a, yeah, he's a big I feel name. Like, yeah, it, it'll be a good name. The Gallagher guy is more of a more of a name, uh, just a name on the mantle, you know. But everybody, you know, wants that fight. But um, the Patsy Mix, I feel like he's a, a solid competitor. Uh, who's that? The Hego guy. Um, there's a lot of good guys. Um, what was the other name I was thinking? Oh, the Juan Atraleta kid. You know? Um, yeah, I'd, I'd love to fight any of those guys if I'm given a chance. How uh, how many fights away from a title do you think you are? Two? Man, two, I, think, I think I can... Depending on my performance, I feel like uh, I'm probably like two or three. Is that is that the ultimate goal there, the Bellator title? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I I came in this um, organization. Uh, I'm, you know, my goal is to be uh, a great. You know, so I have to I have to get a belt. You know, I have to be get a belt to do that. I have to get a belt to not only change my uh, family's lives, uh, just to um, solidify that this was the right career choice for me. And um, you know. Um, I I set very high standards. You know, I feel like if you reach for the, uh, what is that? If you reach for the stars, land on the moon, reach on the moon, land for the stars, something like that. But, you know, um, ever since I started sports, you know, I've always, 
if you if you're not gonna do it to be the best, then you know you might as well sit down, and let somebody else you know uh, do it. So that's my mindset. All right, there's a uh, not much to talk about, I guess, in terms of fights going on mm-hmm. right now, but there is one rumored event. Yeah, uh, potentially. Uh, who knows where? Don't know if it's actually happening. Don't know who's fighting. Yeah, they can't talk about it. It's like Fight Club. <laughs> can't talk about it. But it might get is, broken up. <laughs> but there is one fight that is sounds like it's happening. Justin and Tony. Yeah. Your thoughts and predictions if that were to go through, right? It was originally Tony Khabib, and then now it's Tony Gaethje, which I actually like that fight more personally. I, man, I don't like that fight more. But I like that fight a lot. I like that. That's man. Tony is a madman, but uh, uh, Gaethje is a freaking Terminator. You know, um, Gaethje. Everybody says he does stuff wrong, but he does a lot of stuff right. And um, you know, he's he's determined in you know putting people's lights out. And um, man, that's a tough fight too. You know. Um, uh, I feel like uh, Tony is more dangerous on the ground, like if it goes to the ground, top or bottom. Um, but I, I can't say that I've seen much of uh, uh, Gaethje's wrestling. Gaethje's, uh, I can't say I've seen much of Gaethje on the ground just because, I mean, he's hard to keep down. I've seen that, and he's uh, he's very good at defending takedowns. So. And he's a, he's a high-level wrestler, right? He's a college wrestler. Yeah, he wrestler. is. He was the D1 um, All-American, I believe. Yeah, he just chooses not to use it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. He's, that's what I'm saying. He he's not. People say he's not smart, but he does what he does very well. So, jeez, man. He and he also sacrifices. I feel like he sacrifices his body a lot, but you know, it gets the job done. You know, and he's he's all out on what he's doing. So he's only lost two fights, so no shame in that. Exactly. No, he's he's awesome. <laughs> yeah, and he's then uh. So awesome to watch. <laughs> All right. the and then, best fighter on the roster to watch. Oh, for sure. Yeah, easily. Um, and now we'll drop down to uh, to your weight class, Henry Cejudo, Dominic Cruz, which yeah. looks like that's happening. What are, what are your thoughts on that? And what are your thoughts on Henry, I guess, overall? <laughs> Everybody, I'm just saying the same thing. He's just a, a cringe freaking machine, you know? Uh but, you know, uh, he brings a lot of attention to the divisions. And, um, you know, he's he seems to be getting crazier and crazier, but it also seems to be working for him. So I can't knock – you can't knock nobody if they're winning. They're going out and doing what yep. they say they're going to do, you know, even if they're crazy. Uh, I mean, most pioneers were considered crazy before they, uh, you know. Tito uh, Ortiz for a long time was – You, yeah. you know <laughs> – Maybe that's what it takes. You just got to be a little... I mean, everybody's a little crazy. You just got to be crazy to uh, get results. Um, what I think about that fight, I think... I don't think um, Dominic Cruz is... Uh, if I mean, if he could be healthy, his uh, his cardio would be the only thing I'd be worried about for for uh, for uh, Henry, uh, Henry Cejudo. Only thing I'd be worried about is how his cardio stacks up to uh, Dominic Cruz because that's what... Dominic Cruz is. He's a cardio machine. He's a numbers machine. And um, but I feel like uh, Suhudo is much dangerous, much more dangerous. So I give it to Suhudo. Okay. And then uh, we'll end on some non MMA content. Um, 
What uh, what are you doing in quarantine? What uh, what shows are you watching? What what games are you playing? You said you mentioned Fortnite. What's uh... yeah? I've been actually very uh very uh productive during this quarantine. I've been getting a lot of stuff done. So I got I read this book. Um, what's the book? The Money Makeover. I read this book. Okay. So then my manager, I seen my manager post something about stocks. So I got into stocks <laughs> uh, with this app, uh, Robinhood. Uh, if anyone want, if anybody want a free stock, holla at your boy. I got you. Uh, <laughs> what else I've been doing? Um, I got this uh, little series on YouTube, um, Roth the Builder. You know, I build stuff, so I was able to build a, a gardening table during this quarantine. Uh, you know, I uh, hooked up my basement with a, a bag. What else? I've been watching, of course, Tiger King and. Uh, I gotta Black watch King. that new episode. Oh, you ain't. Wa- oh man, it's good. It's good. I it's watched good the show. Anymore. I didn't watch the last episode. That la- the new episode that came yeah. out later. Yeah, I didn't watch that. Yeah, it's a good episode. You'll like it. It's 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 good. Um, what else I've been doing? I'm thinking about redoing my closet. Doing a Roth the Builder on that, you know, you know. I've been doing a lot of stuff, man. All right, <laughs> doing nice. a lot of reading. Actually, this is probably the most I've read in my life, even through college. You know, because college, I just read the Spark Notes, or I read enough information <laughs> that I could get the uh, test done. You know, <laughs> I scroll through the bullet the bullet points, but um, I actually like read a book. You know, and um, yeah, I might order another book. So. Yeah, I got I got to do that too. I've uh, I have a book. I bought a book and then just haven't opened it yet. So uh, <laughs> I'm not much of a reader, but uh, I feel like I'm gonna have I have no choice but to. You got no choice. <laughs> you got no choice. I know. I got a um, a son too, so that takes up a lot of my time. I mean, it's cool to you know to hang out with him. But yeah, that's what I've been. I've been. I feel like I've been very uh. Oh, I also fixed my washing machine. So <laughs> that works, here, man. man. Yeah, I got to. I have to fix my dryer. So. Yeah. 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 Hey, hey, send me what's wrong with it. Maybe I can uh, see. <laughs> I have no idea. It doesn't work at all. I plug it in. It works for two seconds and then stops working. So. Oh man, you got to YouTube it probably. That's what I did. <laughs> all right, man. Uh, appreciate you taking the time and uh, best of luck. Hopefully, you're in there uh, sooner rather than later. Thank you, man. I appreciate that. Thank you for the interview, man. It was a good waste of time. It was fun. <laughs> All right, man. Stay safe out there. Uh, Keep washing your hands and uh, don't get infected. (laughs) Not to get infected. (laughs) Don't get infected on three. All right. All right, man. Have a good one. All right, man. You too.